What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, Soul and Body Coach, Keisha Clark. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, fantastic, magical world. Hello and welcome to Aligning Divine. I am your host, Keisha Clark. We are here on our home network, which is the Inspired Choices Network. And we are live streaming all around the virtual world. <laughs> <laughs> on, I don't know, it's something like 55 plus platforms. And we're podcasted on another at least 55 plus pa platform. So how does it get even awesomer to find us with total ease? I love it. <laughs> um, and if it's your first time landing here, welcome and thanks for stopping by. And I'm Keisha Clark. I am a soul and body intuitive living coach. I love to play with energy. And I have the delight and privilege of getting to work with beautiful people who are <clears throat> ready to learn how to savvy their intuition and let it be their superpower. <clears throat> and you know what? It actually can if you're willing to let it. <laughs> so um, if it is not your first time here, welcome back. Thanks for, for rejoining us, and oh my goodness, in either case, please know that I am so grateful for you showing up whenever and wherever and however you're coming to these conversations, because you are an important part of these conversations. We would not get to have them without you, and thank you for bringing your energy, your wisdom, your awareness, and your consciousness to this Inspired Choices Network table. So... Wow. Yes, 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 and yes. What are we playing with today? I I can't hardly say the name of today's show without just laughing because it, it's just so fun for me. So <laughs> given that the time of our live recording uh, is very close to, we're just a couple of days away from Halloween 2020 um, uh, for the live show our shows are recorded live and then live as podcasts forever in case you did not know that um but the today's the live airing is a couple of days from a couple of days well before halloween and the topic that popped to to play with <laughs> is all good ghosts go to heaven <laughs> I don't know why that is so funny or fun for me to play with, but it just is. So I'm going to follow the energy because, you know, I'm going to practice what I teach. Um, so how much fun can we have with our invisible friends? <laughs> Are there good ghosts and bad ghosts? Do all good ghosts go to heaven? Or is there a big party going on somewhere else that we haven't heard about? <laughs> So today, for this week's adventure, we're going to see who shows up and what they might want to share about being a being without a body. And I found some really cool little, you know, factoids and pieces of information to share and play with as well. Um, I'm, I don't know if I'm on a mission to, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it's not my job if you're like, if ghosts or 
uh, invisible beings or non-embodied beings or entities, you know, whatever you want to call them. It's, it's not really my job. If you're, if you're bothered by that, it's not, I'm not here to convince you you're supposed to like them or be okay with them. I'm, I'm really clear about that. Um, really what today's conversation feels like it wants to invite us to is for those who have a curiosity and those who uh, maybe already have some experience and some inclination toward this to actually just open it up even wider and play more and be willing to play more with this and really be willing to allow uh, that, you know, any separation that's there, any um, segregation that's there <laughs> to, to dissipate, to, uh, to, to go away, to, you know, basically releasing that. Um, the more I play with energy, <laughs> the more I play with consciousness, the more I just experiment, you know, in my living laboratory here on the planet Earth playground, um, I, I become aware that there is really no, um, well, there doesn't have to be, let me put it that way. There doesn't ever have to be a predetermined way for anything or anyone to be, <laughs> which is, you know, very, very interesting as we are sitting here where we are in our history in the making moments of 2020 because there's just been so flipping many of them um being on planet earth with the whole interesting thing we do about all the stories and all the meanings and all of the shoulds and the have tos and supposed tos and you know all of that really interesting stuff that goes on um that you know to contrast that in my life experience it's been so fascinating to just really get to this this place and this space of, huh, there really is nothing that's predetermined. And it doesn't have to be. It's not required. And that includes our lives. <laughs> you know, we hear a lot about predestination, you know. Um, and yet every choice we're making every moment of the day is creating something. So while we can have general ideas of where we might be going or desiring to go or where, where our choices might be creating us toward, <laughs> um, none of that is actually written in any form of anything. <laughs> Right. It's not written in stone. It's not written with a feather quill. It's not. It's just possibility. It's just if we're willing to be aware of the energy of of the choices we're making, if we're willing to be aware of the energy that we're choosing to play in and be, we can have our awareness on tap. And so the same applies with those things that we quote unquote cannot see, you know, or that, that cannot be seen with the human eye. <laughs> and that could be beings without bodies. So a, a place where we have tons of stories, right? Um, so it kind of felt like this, this week's adventure just really desires us to uh, suspend 
all of what we thought about invisible beings and all of what we thought about being without a body. Because how many times have you been without a body? <laughs> if you've if you've bought into the the point of view that uh, you only get one life, um, that could be really interesting. But you know, if you if you've decided that you have only lived once and you can only live once, um, that's cool. You might have, I don't know. You it may never even be a question that bounces around your universe. You know, what is it like to be without a body? Uh, there's a lot of preconceived notions about that. <laughs> a lot of interesting perspectives about that. Um, none of which are wrong or right. Just interesting things we think about and interesting ways we think about things. So with ghosts um, and heaven, uh, how many stories do we have about heaven? How many, what does that bring up, right? <laughs> kind of gets our world swirling a bit when we say that word. Um, with all of these stories and perspectives, really, really interesting perspectives about ghosts, um, you know, here we are just a few days from what really there are, you know, several uh, types of events all around the world that are celebrated in various ways that have to do with, um, with beings without bodies in one way or another. So it's like, I, what I am aware of is that where this falls in our calendar and where, where this kind of generally satisfies uh, some of the energies is this is a in the northern hemisphere this is a time where we're going into the fall and we're a, about to be we're not quite into the winter because technically the December um, uh, solstice is um, is the the mark of the beginning of winter so to speak although uh, a number of us are encountering some happy, happily for me, colder temperatures right now uh, by the time October rolls around. But it's, it is that time of going into the dream time in the, in the fall season. That's a little different. Yes. On in the Southern hemisphere. Um, Cause it's the time that you are going into the spring, you're awakening in the Southern hemisphere. So it is interesting um, how this lands, but in the sense of the fall season, it is bringing things into the new realm. When, when we take things into dream time, we're taking it to sort of our universal drawing board, if you will. And um, that's my words, of course. Um, and it's a time where we're going inward to hibernate, to rest, to rejuvenate, uh, um, and into the dream time. And the dream time is where creation, a lot of creation actually takes place. It's where we are drawing that energy, that vibration, and drawing upon that energy to set the blueprint for the new cycle. So of course, for me, it's not really a surprise that part of that would involve our experiencing or our being able to experience the 
quote unquote, the other side, you know, with much more ease. Now, for some people, it's not ease. And I get that. And that's, again, this is not about debating, you know, there's good and bad spirit. That's, that's a slight tangent to this conversation. And we may go there a little bit, but it's no surprise that, that this kind of lines up in the, in the calendar aspect, you know, with the season that we're in and these types of celebrations to mark uh, and really honor and and appreciate the beings without bodies, <laughs> acknowledging quote unquote the other side, if you will, um, can make this. It, it really can open the space, if you will, for us to have more ease and awareness, and more ease with our awareness of beings without bodies. Now, interestingly. We can include a lot in that category. We don't have to just think about it in terms of, you know, beings that are on the other side of some something somewhere. Because <laughs> really, truth be told, there's not a side. <laughs> just, there's just an aspect that they're in, right? That, that they're, because they're not embodying with a body right now. So it doesn't have to be an other side, it doesn't have to be a, uh, you know, a veil separating us. Um, although that makes for great stories because, you know, that whole framing the energy with the words things, it, it can be fun. So when we talk about the veil being thin at this time, um, that's cool. We don't have to make that significant. Essentially, one of the things that I get a lot of with the sessions that I do and with the, the beings that I play with on a regular basis, the beings who don't have bodies right now that I play with on a regular basis. Um, one of the main things is just really this desire and this curiosity. Um, and it, it comes from a very sweet place in the way that I perceive it, this desire to be more um, participating with, to have more engagement with, um, to be able to be included. And where that typically feels like it comes from, like the energy that seems to come from, the way it lands in my, in my universe and in my awareness, is this earnest desire to contribute and this desire to continue to be involved with the beings who happen to have bodies who are in this realm right now. So as a kid, like it was always just a natural thing for me to, <laughs> to be talking to the beings, whether they were with bodies or not with bodies. My awareness of them has always been, you know, pretty keen. And as a kid, it, it never occurred to me not to talk to them. And sometimes I did talk out loud to them <laughs> when there were other people around, but it never occurred to me. And I think that's the case for a lot of us, you know, that you wouldn't talk to them, that you would not address them, that you would not acknowledge them because they're right there. <laughs> they're right here, basically. And so it was just always a normal thing for me. And for a lot of people, that's not normal. And, or that's considered crazy, you know, because why would you talk to invisible things? <laughs> They're not there, right? 
So I think it's really fascinating. And, and for the most part, it can be sort of entertaining or amusing. Um, all the ways that we either do or, or try not to communicate <laughs> with beings who just don't have bodies. They're not visible to the human eye. And then if we open it up to all kinds of beings, you know, the, the energy frequency, um, if we sort of expand our range to include not only the, the beings that we knew as people, but, you know, all of the beings. Um, and really then we get into just acknowledging the consciousness of, of everything that exists, right? So it doesn't have to be complicated. Um, it doesn't have to be scary. And this notion of, of ghosts, um, while it has been, you talk about people using things to their advantage, you know, ghost stories make some people a lot of money and ghosts also <laughs> make some people and have made some people a lot of money. In fact, they've made a lot of people a lot of money. Sometimes they get acknowledged and sometimes they don't. But would you be willing for ghosts to support you, to contribute to you, to maybe even, I don't know, help you make a lot of money? Um, <laughs> because they can. And they're very willing to, if we're willing to receive that from them. So I think it's kind of cool that we've had a number of shows with this type of topic over the last few weeks. And there's a few more coming up. I happen to know this because I'm one of the producers here as well with the Inspired Choices Network. Um, I have the privilege and pleasure of working with a number of our hosts producing their live shows. And I'm loving that so many of us are really sharing this out loud and I'm loving that more and more people around the world are openly having conversation out loud about it as well as more openly having conversations with these, the beings. Um, so <laughs> I, 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 I have no idea, like I have no explanation for the title, how it showed up. All good ghosts go to heaven. It makes me laugh every time I say it. Um, there's also a sweetness there. And I think that could be our first question. Like what is the sweetness that is possible and available to us and in our lives um, if we were willing or more willing to open our awareness to them. Yeah, like, you know, the first thing that lands for me with that question is how the, the way we do death and dying on this planet for the most part. There are a few cultures who have kind of um, maintained or preserved the celebration of the making that transition in a more open and, and comfortable way. But for the most part, a lot of people on this planet, <clears throat> they do the death process. There's just so much drama around it. And there's a lot of distortion and there's a lot of um, expectation and conclusion around death that tends to eliminate the those possibilities for that sweetness 
and for that honoring and for that reverence and for the the gift, the contribution, the the generativeness that can be a part of the death and dying process. I had no idea we were even going to go here. This is so interesting. And where that sweetness comes from, it feels like it can be very similar to the birth process in the way we could play with that is it's, it's the making the crossing. It's really including the celebration of that body, that physical body that, that hosted that being and did a fantastic job and co-created awesomeness with them. However, that might've shown up and celebrating the being, the choices of the being, the, the choices and what those choices created. We leave that out largely. We tend to, you know, we look at the things that person might've done quote unquote done with their life or in their life. But that's, there's a slight difference. It's a subtle difference, but it has a very different, and it has a very different um, um, way, something that it creates. When we are willing to acknowledge, wow, this person chose to come here and explore and experiment and, and test, you know, what it's like to be here with the body, what it's like to be a creator here and what is possible to create. And so firstly, it just feels like this invitation for us to start acknowledging what choosing to come here um, actually can be and can create beyond those um, ticking the boxes types of things. Like, you know, you get married, you get a job, you're you know, you do these cool things, you create stuff, you might invent a few things. It, it's not, it, it includes that. And it's also even more than that. It's, it's the choice to choose to come do this in the first place. And when we're at that time and that place of making our transition from a body, when people are in that space, um, our acknowledgement of that can be such a supportive measure for, um, for the person who's making the transition. What I get a sense of is it could even be something that supports them to make the transition. <laughs> and I think it's interesting. I'm getting a little feedback on my line. So, okay, let's take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I would like to pick up with some other interesting perspectives we could have on the other side of this break. Um, you are listening to Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark. So grateful to have you coming to play with us today when we're talking about all good ghosts go to heaven <laughs> as we're playing with beings without bodies. <laughs> today as well as beings with body because you if you're listening I would imagine you have one um, so uh, take a breath let this kind of stir up whatever it's stirring up in your universe if you're willing to play with it a little bit and we will be back in just a few minutes with more of the ghosties with the mosties <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Aligning Divine Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now, back to the show. <laughs> wow. Welcome back. This is such an interesting day. Okay. <clears throat> so, one of the things we can do, if you ever experience moments where you're like, WTF is going on, <laughs> like the energy just gets crazy and maybe even intense and swirly. Uh, and you might have this, uh, it might feel like or seem like this, these energies are sort of squeezing in on you. First, take a breath. And then you can say something like, universe, show me the energy of me right now. And you can ask your body, body, show me the energy of us right now. Those are two of my go-tos. And I don't know if you were just playing along with me as I was asking those, um, but it makes a very quick difference in my energy. Um, it allows me to get reconnected to who the heck I be <laughs> and not all swirly, you know, not be all swirlied up in the energy that's going on. So, um, and it is never a surprise anymore. I used to be a, a little bit surprised, but it's really not a surprise. So I'm, I'm inviting you to, um, open your perspective that when you are doing anything to talk to uh, beings without bodies, when you're doing anything to communicate with any entity, whether that's your business or people who have passed on or ancestors, you know, if you're calling up your tribe from 500 years ago, regardless, you're probably going to notice the energy starts to intensify. That always always happens. It will sometimes feel really wonky and sometimes it'll feel really um, orgasmic and sometimes it'll feel something in between. And sometimes you might start forgetting how to say words <laughs> and sometimes you might 
start laughing and sometimes you might feel like you want to cry. And all of this is you and your body simply being a part of the energy that's going on and being aware of the energy that's coming in and moving. So when that starts to happen, that's usually when a lot of people get a little nervous or in some cases they even they think they need to be afraid of that. And the more willing we are to be us, the more willing we are to use the tools we have or can have to um, allow us to stay present, like those questions I just shared with you when we came back from the break, the greater we can respond and the faster we can respond. And I'm a big proponent, if you don't know anything about me, <laughs> I'm a big proponent of being able to respond rather than go into reaction. Because when we go into reaction, we're not present. We don't get to be the, you know, we're not driving the bus anymore at that moment. And that creates more train wrecks than it does uh, things that are fun for us. Because I don't know about you, but train wrecks are not fun for me. <laughs> I've created a number of them <laughs> when I've gone into reaction. So the more we can do to be able to simply respond, the more we can do to be able to respond, the greater we can do that responding, the, the more choice we have, uh, the greater connectivity we have. And really, if you're going to play with energy at all, it's about connectivity and conductivity. It's about your willingness to be aware of what is going on in the energy without making it mean that you have to do or be or choose any specific thing. So staying present with whatever is going on, as I like to say, no matter what the what is looks like, it, the, one of the critical pieces that I share with people I work with is you, it's up to each of us to have the tools whether that's flashcards with positive quotes on them, whether that's questions to put into the universe, whether that's essential oils to grab to help us center, whatever it takes, the critical piece is for us to have the tools in place and use them when we are in those moments of intensity, when we're in those moments of WTF, when we're in those moments of what what's going on? Oh my gosh. You know, like things feel like they might have gone sideways. Okay. Bring out the tools. All right. Now I would invite you to bring out the tools even before you go to the, what the WTF or the sideways type of thing. Um, because when we talk about setting intentions, which I think it's really interesting that intention has to do with taking your vision forward. It's not about you saying, here's how I want to control this situation. It's about you taking your desire forward. Okay. Um, so when we set an intention, if we're, if we're doing that, using the essence of that word, we can be opening the space to move our desire to communicate forward, which will, by the nature of that energy, expand the space and soften it. And then we can be willing to respond to what shows up or who shows up or both. Because usually there's a who and a what. It's a, oftentimes it's a who and it creates a what, right? 
So I want to play with the word haunt too, because that came up in my prep for the show today. Um, oh, well, okay. Let's do first, let's play with ghosts. Cause it, another thing about me is I love to play with etymology. And uh, one of my favorite uh, resources is the online etymology dictionary. You can just go to etym, etym online. It's E-T-Y-M online.com. And super easy. You can put whatever word in there. And I think there's only a few times that the words have not brought a lot of uh, result. And I think it's because it's newer words that there just may not be a lot of information about. So the word ghost as a noun, I thought this was kind of interesting. The first word in the uh, words that it's associated with from Old English gust, which is spelled G-A-S-T, is breath. <laughs> I love that. Breath. And then it also says good or bad spirit, angel, demon, person, man, human being. Now, isn't that interesting? Like, it's, it's a whole lot of stuff in there. And then in the biblical use, it could refer to soul, spirit, or life. Okay. Um, the way we use the word ghost typically in our modern day, it didn't really, I don't think it really showed up until probably late 14th century from what it looks like in this information. Um, and then, of course, you know, the slants were added, the, the, the significance of the word in different cultural writings, in different uh, writings from different religious philosophies. So the way we use ghost today typically is not the essence of the word. It's not necessarily acknowledging the essence of the word. So a ghost can be anything. It can be any energy, okay? And so some people use the word entity because basically an entity is a defined energy. So you're an entity, I'm an entity, our business is an entity, this network is an entity, my show is an entity. But you could also call them ghosts. They are beings, okay? Um, so they just have a different way that they are embodying, <laughs> or actualizing, you could say. So I thought that was kind of fascinating uh, because we do a lot of that and it's always intriguing to me that we do a lot of that. Um, we play with uh, words that, or rather we use words that they, they might be sort of in the general target area of what we're wanting to say or convey, but when you get to the essence of some of the words we're using, it's not really taking us into the more target area of what we're trying to create. So that's just something to be aware of. We do a lot of that on this planet. Um, and then when we go to the word haunt, H-A-U-N-T, it can be a verb and a noun. I thought this was really fascinating. <laughs> In, from the early 13th century, haunt as a verb is to practice habitually to busy oneself with, to take part in. And then from the old French, which I'm not even going to try to pronounce, it is to frequent or visit regularly, to have to do with, be familiar with, 
indulge in or cultivate. Now, isn't that interesting? Think of what we have made the word haunt and haunted mean, <laughs> especially at this time of year, right? The haunted house, the haunted mansion, da 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 da. What it actually means is frequented, basically, busy. <laughs> There's nothing in here about good or bad spirits. There's nothing in here about um, positive or negative. It just refers to frequent. <laughs> so I thought that was really fascinating because it was like, it just sort of blew the wind out of the sails of all the stories, right? Now, can a house be frequented by um, benevolent spirits or malevolent spirits? Absolutely. Because it comes to the vibration, it comes to that energetic frequency or or tone of the space, right? So if somebody lived somewhere for years and years and years, <laughs> you think they might visit it a lot after they're done having a body? I think the odds are pretty good. Not because they want to ruin your good night's sleep necessarily. It just could be because that's a space they were familiar with. That's an energy they were familiar with. And if there is a, um, if there's not, if there's a sense of incompleteness or if there's a sense of confusion or if there's a sense of any kind of wonkiness in that being's universe, maybe the easiest place for them to be is where they lived for 20 something years, right? So if you're hearing things, if you're seeing things, if you're perceiving presence of beings in your space, you you might consider, oh, maybe, maybe this was a place they liked to, to be, okay? Then you get into different aspects of this conversation like, okay, was this a, uh, was your house built on a, a graveyard? <laughs> was your house built on a reservation? Was this development brought in to a place that was a, a vortexual uh, space in the land? You know, a lot of activity, okay, when there are spirits frequenting a space, that doesn't have to mean that they're showing up there to wreak havoc in your life. So when we talk about good ghosts and bad ghosts, like it, there doesn't have to really be that determination or that delineation. It's like if we could let go of or suspend the notion of quote unquote good or bad ghosts or good or bad spirits, I wonder what that could shift in our entire like existence. Because what I have um, observed and experienced is it's a, it has more to do with the choices that those beings were willing to make and are willing to make, whether they have a body or not. So, yeah, you, there are a number of beings who are just fun to talk to, to communicate with, to hang out with, or have them hang out around your space, right? And then there are others who have some, they still got some not so happiness going on, you know, um, that could be for a number of things. It could be 
that they're carrying baggage, <laughs> energetic baggage, right? And for a number of people who have, um, there's all kinds of things, like when there are sudden transitions uh, in, in cases of um, extreme intensity or impact, you know, car collisions, um, violent deaths that were, that sort of quote unquote came out of nowhere. Um, and at the same time, I, I see this too with people who uh, were on a lot of medication before they made their transition with people who were in family dispute. You know, if there was a lot of intensity within the family unit, sometimes that carries over with that person, with that being. And it just, it, it, it's kind of like unfinished business. And for some beings, they have an investment that they are able to complete that. For other beings, they're kind of like, oh, no, that's not really as important as it used to be. So again, there is no um, if and then, really, for, <laughs> for the energy or the choices of the, the beings they're making. Some of them, it's just like with people who have bodies. Some of them have a temperament that allows them to go, hmm, I don't have to really waste a whole lot of time on that. Others of them have a temperament that's more uh, easily fixated on something. And in some cases, yes, those beings have an awareness that having that whatever the thing is, having some resolution with that would create more space for other beings or people and or people who are involved. Sometimes, you know, how many times have you heard stories that um, people make their transition and then when they come, when they communicate with someone to, or, or you know, come through a medium or a, a liaison to communicate with their family, the message is, I'm so sorry we spent so much time on that, Right. You know, the message is let it go. So there really are no set reasons that beings or entities or ghosts um, have to show up. They get to choose too. And sometimes, in fact, pretty often, there are cases where the effects of the, the chemicals that were being used if they were going through a transitional period, those chemicals just create kind of a fog or a thickness or a, a muddiness, if you will. So sometimes, really, I think we could say oftentimes, beings are showing up and we can actually choose to contribute to them in the way of supporting them to have more clearing with their energy. We can help them clear the, um, the the heaviness right from their energetic system, and then they can get to a fresh perspective for them as well. It's quite amazing and magical and beautiful, really. And what gets created, like what that choice can create, I don't even have words to explain the magnitude of that. That's something that's really so cool for me. Um, again and again and again. And sometimes, you know, the quote unquote message, it might be simple or it might sound kind of stupid even. <laughs> sometimes you're just like, 
really? That's what you want me to say? <laughs> like, that's what you'd like me to say to them? But the coolest thing about that part is there's always some point, if it's not while you're having the conversation with that person and sharing that message, it's usually, you know, a few days or weeks or even months after that something will come into their life or their awareness. And that message will resonate and it will help shift whatever is requiring to shift for that person to be able to, to move toward where they are wanting to go and have peace with whatever that was that was going on for them. So it's, it's not, it's not cognitive and it's not linear. And I, I get that that's why we bump into so much of our stuff around ghosts and invisible friends. So could you be willing to suspend your need for something to make sense when it comes to ghosts, when it comes to invisible beings, when it comes to beings without bodies? Could you be willing to suspend any necessity that something makes sense and just be present and be willing to energetically participate, even if you can't know in your cognitive mind what the heck is going on, right? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a little bit more for us to play with today. Uh, it feels like we could take another breath and just let this kind of swirl around. So we are here on Aligning Divine on the Inspired Choices Network and all around the virtual world playing with our topic today, All Good Ghosts Go to Heaven. <laughs> and we will be right back after this break. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Aligning Divine Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now, back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back and forward to our last segment of today's adventure of Aligning Divine, where we are playing with, on this show, all things having to do with lining up with your essence and living it every day. And what the heck does that have to do with ghosts? Well, what if the essence of you is totally aware? What if in you being you is totally comfortable with acknowledging and engaging the the beings without bodies because you know there's like a whole lot of them <laughs> so, so what if you had more ease what if you actually have an ability to have ease with that and that could help you actually bring more of your authenticity into your everyday life and living what could that create what could you create what 
could open up for you if you were willing to play with that even more. And that is really the, the, the place that this segment kind of wants us to play is this notion of good ghosts um, or bad ghosts, good spirits or bad spirits. Um, could you begin to let yourself actually just have your awareness with what that being is willing to choose or not choose? Just like with people, when we're, when we are able to let ourselves be aware of what people are really choosing, like where people are functioning from, again, we have much more ability to respond. We, we, it's kind of like that's a way that we keep our choice intact. We get to have our choice-making privileges in our court, right? And they get to have their choice-making privileges in theirs. And it's, no, it's just not that drastically different from, again, when a person has a body. <laughs> There's still choice. So if a being is choosing to be a jerk, that is a choice they can make. Does it mean that you automatically have to do anything about it? Not really. In the same way that if you're standing around a group of people and one of them is choosing to be a jerk, you can choose to say something about that, not say something about that, walk away from the conversation, not invite them to the next dinner party, right? You have choice with non-embodied beings as well. It looks a little different. It shows up a bit different. And if you have the point of view or if you've bought into the perspective that invisible beings are more powerful than you, that would be the place to start shifting that perspective. Because here's the deal. If you are able to be in your awareness that, a not your, that there's somebody hanging out at your house without, that doesn't have a body and they're just being mischievous or they're just being a downright jerk, if you have the perspective that they have more choice because they don't have a body, then nothing else you choose is going to make a difference because you've already given them the executive choice-making privilege. But if you're willing to know that beings without bodies don't get to be the boss of you just because they don't have a body, you then can choose something different with that being. And you can choose to say, this is not working. This does not, you don't get to do that here. If you're going to come here and be an asshole, you can take your energy and go somewhere else. And guess what? There are tools that are available to us to do that, to essentially integrate that, or if you will, enforce that. Now, it doesn't mean you're forcing them to leave, but you can use questions to clear energy that makes it no longer comfortable for them to stay there and play that way. Do you get that? Yeah, you get to have choices. And part of what that can set up for you is creating more ease in your life. And you can also have choice with the beings that you want to play with. Right? So that can apply for many different um, occurrences. 
sometimes we have those Velcro entities, <laughs> you know, they, they just want to hang out there because again, that might be a place they had lived. That might be the place that's comforting for them. So you could actually, if you're willing to either be the, the person who has the, the conversation with them or bring in a person to have a conversation with them, you can actually bring some questions to the table with them to help them have a shift in their energy. And then they can make a different choice as well. And they may no longer feel like it, they, they need to hang out where they're familiar, right? Because the consciousness of the beings, it's the consciousness that we want to communicate with or through. I like saying through. When we're bringing more of our consciousness to the experiencing of our lives, to the creating of our lives, the, the spectrum of choice is vastly more open for us. And the same applies with beings who don't have bodies, whether they were human beings, whether they were animal beings, whether they were um, mechanical beings, the same applies. When we're willing to communicate with and through the consciousness, the awakenness, the acknowledging and awareness of us, very different results become possible. And that is part of our invitation, our privilege getting to play here on this planet Earth playground is that we can create that, that we can actually choose that. And that when we're willing to bring more of our consciousness, basically when we're willing to add consciousness to the creation, it opens up, it expands those possibilities exponentially. And that applies with beings that you can see and beings that you can't see with the human eye. So when we play with all good ghosts go to heaven, what if every being had something to contribute to you? Could you receive from every being? And could we maybe start more actively making that shift of bringing heaven right here and right now and let us all enjoy being in co-creationship with each other? Maybe that's something we can play with and maybe that will change some things. So until next week, may you, my friends, be lining up with your essence and living it every day and having a blast. Thank you for listening to Aligning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with your essence and living it every day.